Welcome to Beacon Baptist Church of Lexington, South Carolina. We trust today's podcast will be a blessing to you. Chapter 30. 1 Samuel chapter 30. Familiar stories. I shouldn't have to tell you all about it. If you've read any of your Bible, you know 1 Samuel chapter 30. You've probably preached it many a times. I always want to be an encouragement to people when I preach. Exhort, the Bible says. We need to help build up the brethren. But I've seen a lot of change going on in the last few years. That saddens my heart. I'm not a pastor. My ministry is jail ministry. My ministry has been shut down for the past two years. I've volunteered with Rock of Ages Prison Ministry. I've helped them out with a lot of services over the years. But because of what they want you to do, I'm now shut down with helping them in some aspects. COVID has changed our churches over the past two years, but it's sad to think that a lot of churches were already affected before COVID even came on the scene. I know pastors right now who do not have a Sunday night service, who do not have a Wednesday night service, and this was way before COVID. They're discouraged. They're depressed. There may even be defeated. The power of God may be taken away from their church or even their ministry. My father-in-law, Preacher Caldwell, has said a lot of things a lot over the years. I thank God for everything I've heard under his ministry. But there's a lot of things that stick out. Other preachers have said it. They say if the man of God gets on fire... People will come watch him burn. If you have no fire in the pulpit, do not expect fire in the pews. Do not expect people to come. And people are not going to come even if there is fire in the pulpit. But thank God we have the Word of God. We have the Bible. We have our Lord Jesus Christ. And we know the story here in 1 Samuel chapter 30 and verse 6. The Amalekites have already come. They've taken the women, the wives, the women, the children. They've burned the city. But now in verse 6, you find, And David was greatly distressed. Have you ever been there in your ministry? Have you ever been there in your Christian life? Greatly distressed. For the people spake of stoning him. We may not have the opportunity or even the permission to stone the pastors, but the only thing a lot of congregations can do is vote them out. That is as bad as stoning sometimes because you have hurt the man of God. You have hurt his family. You may have verbally slandered him with words of slander, You may have done things, but physically you may have not touched him, but you have touched his heart. You've touched his emotions. Of course he's distressed. Of course he's sad. Of course he's discouraged. But the people talked of stoning him 
because the soul of all the people was grieved, every man for his sons and for his daughters. Where are the encouragers to back the man of God? Where are the Joshuas who followed in the way of Moses? Moses, my servant, is dead, but thank God we have a Joshua on the scene. And yes, people, you need to encourage Joshua. Just because my pastor's name is Joshua, it could be Thomas, it's Joshua, but I'm still supposed to encourage the man of God. I'm still supposed to help and back the man of God. But... Thank God for the buts in the Bible when God gets a hold of your heart. Amen. When God shows you something. Amen. But David encouraged himself in the Lord, his God. Sounds like a personal thing to me. Amen. You know, we always talk about Job chapter 13, verse 15. Though he slay me, yet will I trust him. But do you realize that after that word, him, is a comma? There's some more words that we do not hear from pulpits a lot of times. The words are, I will maintain my ways before him. Sounds like an encouragement to me. I will maintain my ways. You will not drive your vehicle with no wheels. You will not drive your vehicle with no oil in it, no battery, no seats, no steering wheel. You can't go anywhere. You'll maintain your vehicles so you can go somewhere. We need to maintain our lives in the Lord. Amen? Amen. David encouraged himself because sometimes in our life, there's nobody there to encourage us. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for what we've already heard, the singing, the preaching. Lord, help me in the next few minutes to be a blessing, to be an encouragement. Lord, there are men of God in this church that may be struggling. I have no idea what the Christians and the brethren are going through. All I know is what I'm going through in my own life. But thank God I have a God in heaven that can encourage us and that can help us and help me to be a blessing. Oh, power of God, I need you to help me to be a blessing. In the wonderful name of your son Jesus, I pray, and for his sake, amen and amen. Amen. Encouraging yourself. He was suffering we see in verse 3. There was sorrow in verse 4. No more power to weep. Have you ever been there? You can't cry no more. Thank God the Holy Spirit of God knows our groanings and our moanings, amen, and he can interpret them before the throne room of God. There was stoning, we see in verse 6. But thank God David encouraged himself, not in social media, not in the TV preachers, not in anything of this old world, because there ain't much in this old world, including our government, that can encourage you. And it's sad that some of our independent Baptist churches can't even encourage you in the things of God. But he encouraged himself, a one-on-one with the Lord Jesus Christ, with God Almighty. Amen. We have the Lord Jesus Christ. He had God Almighty. Thank God when you're distressed, we can encourage ourselves in the Lord. Number one, how can you encourage yourself in the Lord? Look at verse 7. And David said to Abiathar, the priest, Ahimelech's son, I pray thee, bring me hither the ephod. And Abiathar brought thither the ephod to David. So what are you saying, preacher? Number one, I can encourage myself, and you can encourage yourself by finding someone who can pray. 
Someone who knows how to communicate with God. I'm not here to explain what the ephod is and give you a big, deep, you know, theological thing on the ephod, but here's what the ephod is. The ephod was something that the priest wore over his shoulders, had the thumen and the urim on him. One of them was for the light of God, and one of them was for the... I wrote it down. Let's see. I got it somewhere in here. Yeah, well, the, one was for the perfection and the truth of God. The other one was the light of God. There were symbols, and the symbol of the ephod is a way to communicate and get a hold of God. If you can't pray, find somebody who can pray. Amen. Somebody who can help you to communicate and get back to God. Thank God we can call upon him. And he'll answer thee and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. Thank God we can call on him in the daytime. We can call on him in the afternoon. We can call on him while the preacher's preaching. We can call on him. His line's not busy. Sin is what keeps his line from hearing my prayers or your prayers. I have called upon thee, but thou wilt hear me. In my distress I called upon the Lord and cried unto my God. Call unto me and I will answer thee and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. We have Jesus in John chapter 17 praying for us. He said, don't take them out of the world, but keep them from that old wicked one in the world. Help them. Thank God we have someone who can pray for us. Then number two, thank God we have the promises of God. Look at verse 8. And David inquired at the Lord, saying, Shall I pursue after this troop? Find somebody who can pray for you. Pour your heart out to them. Amen. If you can't get a hold of God, find somebody you believe can get a hold of God. Tell them what you would like them to ask God. God, should we pursue them? Should we go after them? And what did God say? Shall I overtake them? And he answered him. Who? God. And what did God say? Pursue. Sure. <laughs> hey, man, I don't know about y'all, but pursue, I know what that means. Yeah. Go get them. Hey, <laughs> man, yeah. that's the old country man's way. Go get them. Sick them. Hey, man. Yeah. For thou shalt surely overtake them. And without fail, recover all. Thank God for the promises of God. When God said, David, go get them. What if David said, well, you know, I ain't got too many people that are going to go with me. I'll just sit back here and, and try to encourage myself in the Lord. No, when God said, go get them, sick them, boy, he got up and go. Amen. Thank God for the promises of God. The great psalmist of David said in Psalm 3, verse 8, Salvation belongeth unto the Lord. Psalm 4, verse 8, Safety is of the Lord. Psalm 5, verse 11, Defendeth them. God's the one who's going to defend us. On and on in the Lord I put my trust. In Psalm 11, 1. In Psalm 12, 1, he says, The godly man ceaseth. But thank God the new man, this inner man, that spiritual man, is renewed day by day. We know this old man, he's going to the grave one day if the rapture don't renew us and take us. But thank God, my shepherd, he said in Psalm 23, he restoreth my soul. He comfort me. He sets a table before my enemies. Amen. Thank God for what we just heard sure. about the lunch. And God fed 5,000 and they were all filled. And God had more left over. Amen. Boy, our little is great in God's hands. Sure. Thank God. Right. But if you can't find someone to pray for you, you try to pray. It's been said when it's hard to pray, pray hard. <laughs> Amen. Remember God's promises. I can't promise you much of nothing. 
And if I do, I may not even keep my word on it. But God promises and God fulfills every promise. You say, well, this is Old Testament. We got a lot of New Testament. I will supply all your need according to my riches and glory through Christ Jesus. I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. I give unto them eternal life. I prepare a home for them. Amen. In my Father's house are many mansions. I go and prepare a place for you. On and on and on. But thank God for prayer. Thank God for God's promises. And when God's promises, God backs them with God's power. He said, pursue, for thou shalt surely overtake them. If God tells you to go, guess what? God's going before you. Thank God for the rock in the wilderness that all they had to do was smote it. Or speak to it. Well, don't smoke it, but speak to it. And God gave them water. Yeah, Moses disobeyed. I'd be like Moses. <laughs> These hard-headed independent Baptists. Wop, 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 wop. <laughs> God said, I still give you water, but you ain't going into promised land. You're going to see it, but you ain't going in it. <laughs> Amen. I'm glad, I can, I, I'm glad we're going to it. We're going to a place called heaven. Ain't seen it, but we're going to see it one day. We preached about it. We read about it. But one day, the reality of it. Amen. It's going to be like the Queen of Sheba, like we were talking about coming down here. The Queen of Sheba. I heard about it. But now I see it. Man, I, the half wasn't told. The half wasn't told. Lord, I've read it. I've preached it. I've meditated on it. I love it. But when we actually get there and we have on that glorified body, boy, you're going to look at us. And you're going to say, Wow. You look pretty good. You really good looking. Amen. Right now we look out there and one man said right there looking at some of y'all. He said some of y'all come pretty close to not being good looking. <laughs> well, God ain't done with us yet. Amen. God don't make no junk. Amen. But he said looking at some of y'all, he said come pretty close. <laughs> That's why we cover up our face. Amen. <laughs> don't want y'all to see all my junk. <laughs> but thank God for God's all-powerful. God never tires. God's not limited on power. God don't need an ever-ready battery. God don't need an extension cord. How is our sun sitting out there, been shining for all these, what they say, billions of years, only a few thousand anyway, but all, even a few thousand, and nobody's ever had to go change his battery. Nobody's ever had to go hook it up. Amen? You think about those electric cars. They got to hook them up after so many miles. Who's going to run out there to the sun with a super, super, super space suit where you don't get melted and hook up the sun to a plug? And, and, and then what plug do you hook it to? Amen? Where do we have enough power that can help that sun? Amen? There's only one. When God said, let there be light, and God created the sun and the moon and the stars, God didn't sit there and say, well, you know, in a few years I'm going to have to go back out there and make some new ones because these right here, they're they going to wear out after a while. Thank God for God's all-powerful. He opened the Red Sea, and not only did he open it, but they walked on dry ground. Only God can do that. Amen. A cloud by day, a pillar by night, a fire by night, manna, lion's mouth closed, blind eyes open, death here, lepers healed, 3,000 fed, 5,000 fed, dead raised from the grave, stone rolled away, the power of the gospel under salvation. Hallelujah. If you ain't caught on, we serve an all-powerful God. Amen. Amen. Not only do we have the power of God, but we have the presence of God. How are you going to encourage yourself today? Pray. Amen. And if you can't, find somebody who can pray. 
Amen. Remember God's promises. There's a lot of his promises. A lot of them. Just start at Genesis 1-1 and go all the way to Revelation 22-21 and just get you out a whole bunch of paper because it's going to take you a lot of paper to write down all the promises of God. In the beginning, wow, God created that takes care of it right there. You need encouragement? Just remember, God created everything when there was nothing created. Amen? He gave Noah the blueprint on how to build an ark when there wasn't one to copy. This coat, your suits, these look at these chairs. They're all copied. Amen? But Noah had no blueprint to copy. God, anybody ever built an ark that I can copy what they did? No. But here's what I tell you to do, okay? He must have been an independent Baptist because it took him 120 years to build an ark, amen? <laughs> it takes some of us 120 years to do the little thing for God. No, I'm just kidding. Forgive me, Lord. <laughs> but, but power, we have the power of God that can help you get over your discouragement. I believe in prescription medicine. I know people who own prescription medicine for depression and anxiety. Don't get off your medication. But I tell you this much, there's one who can help you. Sure. And that's the power of God. That's the presence of God. God said, pursue. Moses, I want to see your presence, God. I want your presence, God. Or if you don't go with us, would you just kill me? What good is life without the presence of God? Amen. I want the presence of God. I want the power of God. I want God in my life. And if God never opens up the jail ministry for me to preach again, I'm happy because there's Walmarts. There's other places you can go to and you can witness and talk to people. And I don't know about some of y'all preachers, but I get a lot more enjoyment out of winning somebody to Christ. Oh, I love preaching. But boy, it ain't like birthing somebody in the family of God. Amen. Because once you birth them into the family of God, you got to now take care of them for the rest of their life as long as they're sitting on your pew. And guess what? You're going to lose some hairs and some nights, and you're going you gonna to get some ulcers. I mean, it, it's, it's some discouragement along the way. Amen. Y'all men of God, y'all can say amen right there. Amen. Man, amen. Amen. Come on. Amen. <laughs> you, know, you know why the Bible put amen after some verses in the Bible? That's for those of y'all who don't believe in shouting. Because it got you right there. You got to shout. You got to say amen. I'm saying amen on the inside. I like amen on the outside. Let me know which team you on. Amen. If you're pulling for a team, do you holler and scream or do you just sit there like this? And on the inside, I hope they win. Thank God for the presence of God. Thank God for the prosperity of God. Verse 17, the Bible says, And David smote them from the twilight even unto the evening of the next day, and there escaped not a man of them, save 400 young men which rode upon camels and fled. And David recovered all that the Amalekites had carried away, and David rescued his two wives, and on and on. Thank God for the prosperity of God. He smote them. He recovered them. He saved now. I beseech thee, O Lord. O Lord, I beseech thee. Send now prosperity. Psalm 118, verse 25. Thank God you can find somebody who can pray for you. 
Thank God we have the promises of God. Thank God we have the power of God. Thank God we have the presence of God. Thank God we have the prosperity of God. But if nothing else, you remember this point that will help encourage you. Your position in God has not changed. Just because you're in the valley, just because you're in depression, just because you're discouraged and defeated, just because your congregation wants to vote you out or stone you out, just because your family's against you, just because the whole world is against you. Thank God your position in God has not changed and cannot change. You say, where do you find this in the Bible? I'm glad you asked. The Bible says in verse 10, but David pursued he and 400 men. He started out with 600, the Bible says in verse 9. But in verse 10, he has 400. For 200 abode behind. But then look what verse 24 says. The, the sons of the men of Belial in verse 22 said, look, we went to battle. We got the spoil. They don't deserve nothing. They didn't go to battle. <laughs> I love what the word of God says. For who, verse 24, for who will hearken unto you in this matter? But as his part is that goeth down to the battle, so shall his part be that tarrieth by the stuff. They shall part alike. Right. Your position in God hadn't changed. Right. You're still the pastor of that church. You're still a child of God. You're still saved and on your way to heaven. Thank God just because you're in the valley, your position has not changed. Amen. Amen. Thank God for those that go to the battle, but thank God for those that tarry by the stuff. Those that are praying for those that are in the battle. Not everybody can go to the battle. Amen. But thank God there's some who can pray while you're in the battle. There are preachers who have people up under their pulpits in their churches praying for them while they're preaching. They can't preach, but they can sure pray. Thank God your position you may be faint. You may not be in the fight. You may be in the valley. You may be hurting, hopeless, defeated, discouraged, but you're still a soldier in God's battle, according to verse 24. Amen. Right. And thank God to encourage you. Prayer. Get somebody who can pray. Remember the promises of God. Amen. Remember that God's all-powerful and can help you while you're in the valley. Be like the horse and keep plowing in the mud. Keep going, keep going, keep churning, keep working. Amen. You'll eventually get out of the valley. Sure. Remember the presence of God is with you in your discouragement. Thank God he's so close. He's inside. Amen. Thank God for the prosperity of God. We're on the winning side. Y'all have heard that right now. Sure. So why do our faces act like we're on the losing side? Right. I can see every one of y'all, and some of y'all look like y'all have lost. <laughs> Amen. We won. Y'all know that. We won. Thank God for the prosperity of God. Thank God your position in God has not changed. And thank God God has preserved us. We are preserved because the Bible says that they won, they over, they preserved. Verse 23, then said David, ye shall not do so, my brethren. He was talking to the ungodly folk. 
with that which the Lord hath given us, who hath preserved us and delivered the company that came against us into our hand. Thank God, God is going to perform. If I die discouraged, God's still performing. If you die discouraged, God's still performing. Because when we get to heaven, we ain't going to be discouraged no more. Amen. How to encourage yourself in the Lord, in the Lord. Remember, in the Lord. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word and for your blessings. Bless Brother Sam, the next preacher. And in the wonderful name of Jesus, I pray for his sake. Amen. Thank you for making us part of your day. We would love to hear from you. Please find us on Facebook or at our website, bbclexington.com.